Okay, we are in Sefer Yechezkel, Perek Lamed Beis, Pasuk Aleph, Vayihi Bishtei Esrei Shana. And like the three previous prakim, Lamed Aleph, Lamed Chavtes, Lamed Beis is a fourth prophecy directed against Mitzrayim. It occupies Mitzrayim a lot of space, and as we're going to see, it's for a good reason. Ironically, as we've said before, the punishment due Mitzrayim is not for what you might logically think is the reason, specifically the Shibud Mitzrayim, where they enslaved us. No, that was 900 years ago, and theoretically, they received their punishment for that. This prophecy and this series of prophecy is for now. Now, because Mitzrayim was not oppressing Israel, but misleading it with the premise that they were going to come to its aid. Twice before, Mitzrayim has signed, as it were, mutual defense pacts with Israel, one for Ashur, one for Nebuchadnezzar and Bavel. Uh, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, as we saw in Yirmiyo, did not want this, did not want pacts with uh, Mitzrayim. If anything, their reliance should be on the Kaddish Baruch Hu, not Mitzrayim. And as expected, Mitzrayim does not hold up its part of the treaty. Israel is left out there on the battlefield, vulnerable, exposed. Mitzrayim never shows. When they do, they do nothing. And as a result, Israel is not only defeated, but out of that, the bias is destroyed. A golos takes place, all because of the infidelity of Mitzrayim. In short, Mitzrayim is being prophesied against as a false friend, not as the traditional historical oppressor. Moreover, Mitzrayim, if any other nation, should have the long view of history, of looking backward. They have seen every nation, every empire, be it Assyria, be it Babel, be it the Canaanite nations, be it Ammon or Moab, they've seen what happens to these mighty empires that attack Israel. They should know better the lessons of history, and yet they ignore it. And that's why this prophecy seems so extensive, so repetitive, and, and perhaps so fierce in its objectives. So with that, this takes place in the 12th year of the reign of Tzikiyahu, meaning that this is almost a full year after Churban Habayas, because the Churban takes place in the month of Av in the 11th year of Tzikiyahu. So this is the 12th year in the 12th month, which would be Adar, the Echad Lachodesh, the first of Adar, Hayadvar Hashem Eli Lemor, the Kaddish Baruch Hu 
comes to me and orders me to prophesy. Ben Adam, saw Kino El Paro Melech Mitzrayim, the Omarta Elavs, prophesy a lamentation against Paro and say to him, Kefir Goyim Nidmesa, Vata Ketanim Bamayim, Vatogach Benarosecha, Vatidlach Mayim Baraglecha, Vatirpos Naharosam. You, Egypt, you thought in your imagination. Kefir Goyim Nidmesa, you are like a mighty young lion, a lion that goes out after its prey that other people are afraid of. And yet, you are really sea serpents in the water. But the fact that you are bound into the water and you have no ability to function on land as a sea serpent, nonetheless you churn the waters. And you muddy it. You come out of the water ostensibly to make war on other nations, which you are totally physically, as the mushal goes, unqualified for. So for this imagination of yourself as some great power, the Kaddish Baruch who's saying, I will spread my net over you. Parashti Alecha Esrishti, and I will create over you an assemblage of many nations, Kahal Rabim, and I will lift you in my web. You are, in short, metaphorically, a fish out of water, and you will pay for this grievous miscalculation. I will leave you abandoned upon the earth. You're out of water. You're helpless. And then I will hurl you, I will hurl you on the open field, and there you will be prey for I will set upon you all the birds of heaven to plunder you, and I will have every beast of the land use you as food. I will cast your flesh on the mountains um, and I will fill the valleys. I will fill the valleys with the decay of your corpses. In other words, you will not even have the essential which is required, of course, of every Jew. It's a mitzvah assay. Of Kvura, you will not have that. In fact, the land, the Eretz, the Nasadi, Eretz of the land where you swam, I will just, I will fill it with blood, and the channels will be filled from you. The smoke of your being extinguished, I will cover the heavens with. Smoke indicates, of course, darkness. 
Vikarti es kolchovehem. I will cover the heavens. I will darken the stars. Shemesh va'onon akaseno. I will cover the the um, sun with clouds. And va'yoreach lo yoir oro. The darkness will not initiate its light. So fierce. So will the destruction be that not only will you be food for plunder, birds and 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 um, animals, but the land will not see the the fire, the ash from your extinction will blot out the entire land. I will darken the bright lights, the ma'oros of heaven, sun, moon, and stars because of you, Olayich. I will place darkness on your land, then, with your destruction, Nations, the heart of many people, they will just tremble when they see what is being done to you or what has been done to you. That you are being destroyed literally by nations you never knew. And, and they have reason to tremble. You were the mightiest, and yet now you are reduced just literally ashes and corpses in an open field. I will cause the astonishment of nations and as, as um, Radak puts it very simply, it's, it's the fear, the very logical fear of these nations of the same thing happening to them. And their kings will shake uh, with tremble, with fearing, because when I, when I brandish my sword upon you, the they will be reduced to just tremble, uncontrollable shaking. Um, and each one will quake, their souls will quake on the day of your fall, and it is so logical you were the mightiest empire of the time. You were invincible. And yet it's as if overnight everything is lost. The power of the water, because you escaped the water trying to undertake war. Your men, your armies, uh, reduced to absolute destruction. And now, in case you missed the metaphor of this prophecy, with the clouds and out of water and beasts of the field, the Navi is commanded to give an exact shot of what is going to happen to you. It is Babel that I am talking about. Babylonia will come to you. Uh, I will topple the whole multitude by the swords of the mighty. In other words, the fiercest nation, which of course would be Babel, all of them, but they will have a coalition as we see, Nebuchadnezzar, they will destroy the Gaiva, Gaon, remember the sin of all these empires, as we have said, is arrogance. The Kaddish Baruch cannot abide the arrogance of these nations where they imagine 
their godless is all created by them, their wealth is because of their intelligence, nonsense. It is all Bidei Shamayim, and it is the gaiva that has caused the miscalculation. And continues the Navi, the Hevati has called I will erase every vestige or any animal, may Alhamayim rob him from beside her abundant waters. Remember, Israel, uh, Egypt, rather, its prosperity was due to the overflow of the Nile and the power of the Nile and the fertility that the Nile created. I am going to destroy it. Every animal that dwelt upon the eye, um, the banks and propelled the economy is going to be destroyed. The Lochidatim regular dum ode for sos behema lo sedulehem. And animals will not muddy the shores of the Nile, and man, it will be uninhabitable. Man will not muddle the grounds again of the Nile, nor the hooves of animal. Then, the water will flow quietly, undramatically, like oil, uh, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And the CTS Eretz Mitzrayim Shmama, when I reduce Egypt to desolation, the Nishama Eretz Mimleya, and I will smite all who live on it, as Kol Yosheba, all who dwell on the land, the Yadu Ki Hashem, and then they will know that I am the Lord, their God. Total, complete annihilation of one of the greatest empires in the world, literally overnight. And again, this will be a lamentation, the daughters of the nations, literally because it was the Benos of an um, that led the nation in mourning in, in Kina, and now all the multitudes, the word of the Kaddish Baruch Hu will have spoken, and Egypt will be in destruction. Now, from Yud Zion to the end is another prophecy, again in the twelfth year, later in the month, on the 15th of um, the month, the Kaddish Baruch Hu prophesies against Egypt again. Both the Malbin and the Abarbanel say this is Achris Hayamin. This is not contemporary with the times of Yechezkel. This will be in what we have learned and we will learn again Achris Hayamim, the Battle of Gog, Umagog, that giant war that is, will reduce the world to destruction, ultimately a war between Yishmael and between Edom, uh, Rome, and out of that will come the rebirth and hopefully the creator Mashiach in the Achris Hayamim. And we will come back to Battle of Gog, Umagog, but the prophecy here is rooted to Egypt in the time of Gogumogo. And again, the message here is you should have learned. You saw the, what happened to all these other empires, and you learned nothing from them. Now you will lie in, literally, Gehenna alongside them.
Ben Adam, Nechol al Hamon Mitzrayim, go speak to the multitudes of Egypt and cast it down. The daughters of mining nation, it is now to the netherworld, to the bottom of the world, as your day bore, to those who descend to the pit, you are going. Whom have you surpassed in beauty, Egypt? Now, Descend, Hashkava Eta Arelim with the uncircumcised. Uncircumcised is also a, an expression for sinners. The Tochalalecher of you, Egypt, will fall among the deaths, the corpses by the sword. Yiplu Cherev, you will fall by the sword. Nitna Mashu Osa, the Chol Hamonehem. You will drag her and all the multitudes away. The mightiest warriors will speak about Paro. They will speak in wonderment as what happened to this mighty nation. There in the depths of Gehenna, where you will descend, Assyria, and all its people will be there. So the Egyptian graves will be surrounded by the graves of Asher. All corpses, victims of the sword. Its graves are placed literally in the depths of the pit of Gehenim. The Kahalasa Svivos Kurasa Kulam Chalolim Noklim Bacherev. All the people surrounding these corpses are all uh, these nations, the entire assemblage of nations that instill terror. In their day, in their time in the sun, they just did nothing but inspire terror in the world. Now they are corpses lying together in the deepest depths of Gehenna. Sham Elam, there is the nation of Elam. And again, all her multitudes surround her, fallen to the depths by the sword, fallen down as Aurelim, as sinners, because they instilled Al Eretz Hachtiot, Asher Chaim. They instilled such fear in their days in other people and what they had done in battle by Yisu Klimasam, they bore their shame. Now, it's Yordei Habor with the rest of those who descend in the pit. There's a resting place for the slain and all their multitudes. There are graves all around them. All of them are railing all slain by the sword. Why? Because their terror that they instilled in, again, that expression, the Eretz HaChayim, in the land of the living, what mighty terror they did now, Mida Keneged Mida, they bear their shame with those who are now their neighbors, so to speak, in the pit 
of Gehenom. They lie among the slain. Continues. The Nasan Sham Meshach Tubal, their Meshach Tubal, the Hohamona Srivas of that evil nation with all their multitudes surrounded by graves. Again, Kulamarelin, all killed by the sword. Again, because when they were on earth, they killed, they despoiled, they abused other people. These people will not lie with the mighty. <clears throat> they will be inferior to those who have preceded them, who those who descend to the graves, and they place their swords upon their heads. Uh, and yet, the sins will be on their bones. It will still remain with them for the terror that they caused when they were mighty, powerful, and by God, now you, Pharaoh, will dwell among these uncircumcised, and you will lie with those slain by the sword. Shema Edom Malkeha. There in Edom, her kings, the Chomisiel, will sit in that netherworld of fallen empires. Hashem Nitnu Bivurasayim is Chalalecherev, Hema is Harelim Yishkivu as your Devor. They too will be your companions below. Shema Nesichet Tzafon, Kolam Vachal Tzidene Asher Yodu. There also are the princes of the north who ruled the northern part. All of them and every from Sidon. Again, those who descended uh, They lie in disgrace, in humiliation. They die at the wonderment of all other nations that say, how could this happen to these mighty empires? Osamure Paro, Paro will see them. Binacham al Hamona with all his multitude, Pharaoh, all his once mighty army, his soldiers, no Mashem Elohim. Kinasati, because I have been given as Hatisu, my terror, the Eretz Hachayim, to these people who dominated the world. They will lie, but Tishko Besocha Relim, as Chalalecherev Paro, the wounded, the corpses of Paro, the Chol Hamono Neumachel Elohim. Thus says the Kodesh Baruch And so we see that it is literally a graveyard of empires, a graveyard of the once powerful who struck its hours upon the world stage, destroying all it saw, and now lies for eternity in destruction. And tomorrow we will continue with these prophecies against the enemies of Israel, 845 i come.